The Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track. Everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Sometimes you need an appraisal on your property. And sometimes you actually want the value to be less. And sometimes you want the value to be more. You're going to want to listen to this show to find out why you might want it to be less and also how you can make it less or more. Yeah. So I'm Ken Decker. I'm Ryan Decker. And together we form part of the Decker team. He's a chip off the old block, so to speak. And we are excited about bringing you this show about appraisals. And also we're going to talk a little bit about the valuation of a property, what a realtor does and what an actual appraisal consists of and why they're different. Yeah, because a lot of people think they're the same thing. They think, you know, an appraisal, can't you get that from a realtor? Or, you know, do they have to be a licensed appraiser? Um, Does an appraiser have to come from the bank or can you just call one out of the phone book or Mm -hmm. online? Yeah. Yeah. And and quite often we'll get a call from uh, a a prospective client or or just someone that's heard us on the radio and they say well can you give me an evaluation because I'm going through a divorce or something and we need mm. to settle our, our accounts and generally the answer is oh no actually I can't because we're not certified appraisers mm-hmm. there are certain times that you must have a certified appraiser and as a matter of fact even sometimes, depending on the lender, there's only specific mm-hmm. appraisers that they have on the list. If they're not, on, not the list, on the list, doesn't matter. So you waste your money. Mm-hmm. So depending on where you're getting a refinance, for instance, you'll want to make sure you don't get an appraisal from a company that's not on their list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's actually one. That's a good lead in there. A good segue. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that you might want to get an appraisal. What we're going to talk about so the reason. What would be the reason? Because you kind of named a few in there. Yeah, I did kind of. But if you want to refinance your property, so you're going to pull money out of it, Mm -hmm. whether it be to um, relieve debt or to pay for a student going to university Mm -hmm. or a marriage or... My favorite. um, Your favorite? You take money out to buy another house. Yes. And actually, we did a show... Mm -hmm. um, with Kelly Wilson, yeah, about refinancing recently. So that's a, that's a good one to tune into if you if you want to know more. So yeah, if you want to refinance and you do that, you know, because you want money out or you know things are tight, mm-hmm. um, we don't advise doing it if you know using it as an ATM as some people do. Uh-huh. You know, they wait the five years; it's time to renew, and they they increase their debt load, and they're never really getting ahead. So we don't advise that. Right. And that could be a reason why mm-hmm. you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So what are some other reasons? Uh, divorce. Divorce. I mentioned okay. earlier in yeah. the show, yeah, divorce. Uh, the reason now, that's the division of assets. Right. And and that could be for any reason. Either you're you know getting a divorce and you're going to sell the house to your spouse or your mm-hmm. ex-spouse, mm-hmm. or um, you're going to need to sell it, and but it won't be sold for a little while and you're trying to make the uh, estate the separation of assets. Um, right. So and, it could be... And as long as it's somewhere in the vicinity, then it's not hard to adjust. But mm-hmm. if you're out by fifty or $100,000, that can be a big problem. 
Yeah. Now, um, sometimes you want the appraisal as well. You want it fairly on because there may be one of the spouses in it, living mm -hmm. in it, and the other one living somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so they're paying their living expense, and, and I'm, I'm not a family lawyer. I don't know mm -hmm. anything about divorce, but I do know that they're going to want the valuation of the house, and they probably want it at the time of the separation. Mm -hmm. And so that's a good time to get it. And it's good if the two people agree on who the appraiser is going yeah. to be. And if not, sometimes court might say you get two appraisals. Yep. And as long as they're within 10%, they'll sometimes average it. And if they're beyond 10%, they might order a third appraisal. Yeah, I've and and that, that shouldn't be a real estate like agent. That should no, be no, a that's real not appraiser. Us. That's true. And so appraiser. we're just gonna kind of throw that in. So when there's a divorce, we don't want to get in the middle of that. Just get a right, you know, a true appraiser who can figure that out for valuing. Yeah, no, that um, depends on the type of divorce. Because mm -hmm. sometimes people are uh, they don't need an appraisal for court because they've mm -hmm. just decided they're going to separate their ways. They're going to liquidate. Yep, and whatever it is, is. Mm -hmm. And so then a, a real estate agent can come in, give them an evaluation, as long as both people agree that that's the real estate agent they're going to use. Yeah. And then we go ahead and sell the house. Right. And the money we get is the money the house is worth. Right. And so that's not so much an evaluation for legal for court. court. Right. That is an evaluation for do we want to you know, sell it? Mm -hmm. Is that the right option? Right. And that would be the right time yes. to get an evaluation. Yes. Another another reason would be for a change of use. Oh, interesting. So right. how do you change, like let's say it's my house. Mm -hmm. What do you mean change the use? Well, for instance, you're doing that right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you you're living in a property mm -hmm. that you're about to move into another principal residence and mm -hmm. turn that into a rental. Yes. Now... When you, in the end, sell it, mm -hmm. the government's going to want to know what the value is of when you change the use mm -hmm. so that you can pay capital gains on the difference. And sometimes people come to me and go, I need the value of the property from 20 years ago. And I'm sorry, I go, I'm sorry, I don't have the data. Mm -hmm. And you can get that appraisal. It's called like a forensic or a post appraisal. They will do it. And it's very expensive mm -hmm. to do it back that far. A current appraisal is so much easier. So if you so what kind of use, cost is you know? Let's just hit that real quick. I know it's kind of off topic, but we keep talking appraisal. about it. So cost of appraisal for a regular residential property. We're not talking commercial at this point. Just That's a good question. I I hate quoting other people's yeah, uh, business, but I think you're going to be plus or minus uh, four hundred. Yeah, I would say anywhere between 300 and 500, mm -hmm. um, depending on what it is, who you're getting, what's required, if they're bank or not bank. And there's different appraisals, right? There's real estate value, but there's also rent amounts. That's mm -hmm. usually a lower amount. Um, sometimes they can just do a drive-by You appraisal. mean appraisal based on the income of the no, property? No, that'll be much more, right? When it's... A um, more expensive appraisal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when you start getting into a commercial type appraisal... Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, done, I've paid for appraisals that were over $5,000. Mm. Um, but that's not for a normal house. No. So, yeah, that's commercial. And that's why I'm saying we're talking about residential today. 
Yep. But, you know, under 500 bucks or right around that, yes. you should be good. And a lot of times, if you're, if you're refinancing, you're going to pay for the appraisal. Mm -hmm. If you're buying a house and the lender is giving you a mortgage, mm -hmm. a lot of times the lender pays for the mm -hmm. appraisal. Yeah. So there's no cost. Even with refinancing, as long as you're getting more money, sometimes they'll also pay for it. Mm -hmm. um, but in some cases, it's not enough or they don't. You know, there can be different reasons. Mm -hmm. Also, time frame. So sometimes they'll throw in the lawyer to help you with the refinance. But if there's not enough time for their lawyer to do it, because they need a lot more time, you'll have to pay a regular real estate lawyer, which will be a lot more expensive. Wow. So you want to start doing your refinance as early as you can, like a couple months out, not a couple weeks out. Okay. Okay. So we really haven't gotten into <laughs> yet the reason we might want to reduce the value right. of our property and we're now going to hit cases where you may want the appraisal to come in lower than maybe even market mm -hmm. value you want to get it as low as you can without torching the place <laughs> so you know but a lot of people are like well why would i want a low appraisal it doesn't make any sense don't you always want the highest you know a value for your property there's only a couple cases where you might want a lower appraisal. Mm -hmm. uh, one would be, and, and also let me put a caveat in here. Mm -hmm. We don't do anything illegal to get right. the value lower. Yeah, you don't call the guy and say, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks. If, you know, we're not talking about blackmail or you know, bribery. bribery. Um, yes. We're talking about legitimate ways in order to reduce the value mm -hmm. or keep it low before the appraisal happens. Right. And so when would you want that appraisal low? One time would be, for instance, a probate on a, mm -hmm. on a will where, where there's been a, a death mm -hmm. and the property's gone into the estate. Now that doesn't happen with a spouse. If the spouse mm -hmm. is, if the title's held properly with real mm -hmm. estate, the house will automatically roll into the surviving mm -hmm. person. But if, and I've seen this, where the spouse has like 10 properties or 10 pieces of land and it's not in the, you know, the spouse's name, it's just in the individual's name, then it may not roll over properly. Right. And then, so there's things that you can do. I would highly recommend you do some tax planning, some mm -hmm. estate planning. It's not always the, the funnest subject or, mm -hmm. or time to do it. But, and it can save lots on taxes tons at time of death. Like we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. Easy. Right. Yes. Yeah. So if it's going into probate, which means you have to evaluate the value of the property before the will and the estate can be settled so that you can actually then sell the property because we can't sell a property until it's gone through probate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that value, sometimes you don't want it too high because then the estate pays too much taxes. Now, one way, sometimes when an estate's going to sell a house, they're going to do things to make it worth more to sell it. Mm -hmm. So they're going to clean it up, take all the garbage out, possessions out. They might repaint. They might, mm -hmm. if the person was a smoker, they might clean it. They might mm -hmm. change carpet. They might pull the carpet out, refinish the floors. All of that to increase the value of the sale but you don't want to do any of that yeah. prior to the appraisal if because, you want a lower value on the appraisal. Because right. then you'd have to pay more tax on the work that you've done, whereas it's going into the estate at the lower value. 
So why would you want to pay tax on that? Mm-hmm. You know, pre. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're going to own it. Now, if you're going to sell it after, there may still be tax. You mean where a family member is going to take yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also a lot of times that family member may be buying out other people in the estate mm-hmm. to take the house on, right? And then everyone needs to be aware of you know that you're putting it at a lower value or well, you're not really you're putting it at a lower value. I think mm-hmm. I think it's important to know that. Hey, the the person left it in this condition. Mm-hmm. We're going to evaluate it at this, this condition, condition, and the new owner is going to spend the time, effort, and money to mm-hmm. upgrade it or, yeah. or modernize it or whatever the yeah. case may be. And sometimes the whole family will come in and declutter the house or get it ready or you know go through the possessions and see who wants what. Mm-hmm. And so you don't really want to do that until after the appraisals happened yeah. if it's going to make it right. Get that get that appraisal in quick. Now, when would be another time that you may want a low valuation? So this is one that's a little bit tricky because we talked about it before, divorce. And you may want a lower value so you don't have to pay as much to your spouse. <laughs> so, you know, that's something that yeah, you can't there you really got, comment you got, on you know, because got, both are owners. Yes. And it's only when somebody wants to buy the other person mm-hmm. out that they may want a low value. Yep. Um, but I guess, again... The value is based on the condition the of the house condition. at the time. Yep. So if if the person that wants to be bought out, well, they can clean up the house and make it look as nice as possible and cut the grass and trim the you know, weeds yeah. and all that kind of stuff and clean the gardens out. Because mm-hmm. all of that affects the appraiser's mindset on, Absolutely. on valuation. Value. Well, and it, not just the appraisal, but it would also affect the buyer's mindset, which is right. why the appraiser has to take it into consideration. Right. And then there's another case, and that's where you're changing the use of your property. Yes. And you're changing it from a um, rent, rental, rental property. Yeah, investment. To a... Any investment property. Right. right. To a principal residence where you're mm. taking now possession of it. So you wouldn't want to... Let's say you've had a rental property. You bought it for... Two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and it's now worth somewhere between three fifty and four fifty. And you're going to change it from rental, but when you go to change it from rental, you're going to upgrade it for your personal life. You maybe mm-hmm. put a new kitchen in, new bathroom, clean up the hard, put new hardwood in, or new carpets, or paint the whole place, because now you want to move into it for your principal residence. You would want your appraisal before you do all that work. Mm-hmm. Because it sets up the taxes, because when you change the, the, the use of it from resident, residential rental to personal use, that period that it was a rental, you got to pay the capital gains on the growth. Now, do you have to, I'm not sure. You might have to check with your accountant whether you have to pay that when you change the use of it or I'm, only when you dispose of the I'm property. I'm pretty sure it's disposal. It's only at disposal. But if you're worried... You should call your accountant and have a conversation, um, especially if you're doing multiple properties like this. However, uh, my understanding would be that it's on disposal with any piece Mm -hmm. of real estate. And again, that's why you want the appraisal when you do it, Mm -hmm. not a forensic appraisal, which costs a lot of money to go backwards. Yeah. And again, we're not tax accountants, so we're not going to get crazy into this and uh, or crazy into the weeds here. 
but you could technically change it every year if you were going to move in, move out, move somewhere else. You could keep changing it back to your personal residence, which for whatever reason, maybe you're traveling or... Yeah, I've seen that for diplomats. Yeah. Where they have a property here and they they got posted mm -hmm. for two years yep. and then come back and then they're maybe here for a couple of years and get posted again. Mm -hmm. And so the house keeps changing mm -hmm. between uses. And so then each time you would technically need an appraisal mm -hmm. in order to do that. Now... You know, could you maybe, I don't know, I don't want to get into that, but appraisal is what you should be doing. That's the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so you were saying the capital gains, you know, for those years that it's a rental. Then with your personal residence, there's no gain on the growth. But you don't want to keep it as your personal residence when it's rented because then you wouldn't be able to claim any of the expenses against the rental income. And so you really do want to do that change of use. Mm -hmm. And then tax appraisal. Now, that's generally a different appraiser that's doing that. Yep. But sometimes there is a, a dispute. You think your taxes are too high or whatever. And so you ask the appraisal to come in and reappraise. Sometimes they physically come to your property and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just redo the calculations of the current houses based on square footage and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes they actually come and inspect the property. So if you've done some improvements, like, you know, finished your basement or... Um, a new kitchen. A new kitchen. New bathrooms. Renovated your bathrooms, changed all your windows, things that you didn't need a building permit for. Mm -hmm. But the tax appraiser says, hey, actually, because the, the, tax appraisal is based on market value. Mm -hmm. They might say, no, well, the market value of your property is actually higher than we had it at. So be careful disputing your taxes <laughs> if you've done upgrades to your home. So we, we've discussed earlier in the previous segment that appraisals are done for um, typically refinancing, mm -hmm. a new purchase, a um, death sometimes. Sometimes yeah. a letter of opinion is okay depending on the, the lawyer and the yep. estate. Um, they're going to be used for... Uh, a divorce typically so basically what you're saying is an appraisal is for any time that there's a bank wanting uh, a change in uh, mm -hmm. how much they're lending you yep. anytime there's um, lawyers involved as far as legal or anytime yes. there's tax involved yeah it's really in a, f a very official yeah. valuation because it's done by somebody who has a lot more education in the evaluation department mm -hmm. than even a, than a realtor does. Uh, typically a realtor may evaluate, I don't know, a couple houses a week. Mm -hmm. An appraiser is probably evaluating mm -hmm. five or six a day. Yeah. So they're really, really, really up on the, on the market. Right. Uh, they have other access to data. They do use the same data, one of the databases that we use. Mm -hmm. um, they're also going to do multiple ways of evaluating it typically three yeah. they might do the cost replacement value minus uh, mm -hmm. depreciation they might do the, the the market value given what a a buyer would pay for and uh, they may do highest and best use like maybe the land's worth more mm -hmm. just for the land now what i do find and not always but often the bank appraisers are a little more conservative Mm -hmm. in their evaluation process because they need to protect the bank and they need to make sure that they're, they'd rather be undervaluing than overvaluing. 
Yeah, they're responsible to the bank. They give mm-hmm. a true valuation because let's say they do an evaluation and a month later the bank gets the house back because the person stopped Default. paying yep. and defaults, then the bank's going to want to make sure that that sells for somewhere close to what the mm-hmm. appraisal came in at. Now, power sales quite often sell a little bit less. But yeah, there's there's a market value, there's lending value, and when you hire an appraiser, you need to tell them what it's mm-hmm. for. And don't hire an appraiser for a refinance unless you know that the lender is good with that particular appraiser. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is, generally, there's somebody that's got a higher level that checks the appraiser's work mm-hmm. and puts their stamp on that yep. appraisal. So you've got like kind of a two-level mm-hmm. thing there. Now, an evaluation would be probably the... I'm not saying the lowest accuracy, but it's going to be the one that probably has the least amount of work mm-hmm. put into it and different ways of calculating it. Mm-hmm. And the the realtor is going to go based on their experience, based on where the market's going, what there's active for sale, what the competition is, mm-hmm. it affects market value. Whereas with an appraiser, they're only doing historical right. value. Yep. Because they really don't get into what that person or other people are selling for because they haven't sold yet, right? Exactly. Now, this thing about a letter of opinion. Right. People like them sometimes. Yeah. Well, we get calls all the time like, hey, will you give me a letter of opinion? Or, hey, can you Mm -hmm. come, you know, evaluate my house? And so there's certain times where it makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, if you're wanting to sell your house. So I had a call from a lady a little while ago and she's like, hey, can you come, you know, check out my house, give me the value. I'm thinking of selling. I'm like, great. So got the information we needed from her and went out, um, gave her an evaluation. And then uh, later she sent me an email saying, hey, uh, wondering if you could put that in writing. And I went, well, yeah. So I sent her an email with, you know, what we had discussed. And she said, actually, could you give me a letter of opinion telling me the exact value for my um, my bank and I was like no I can't because <laughs> your bank is going to want an appraisal and they're going to want the appraisal from someone on their list and I'm not an appraiser and I'm not on their list because I'm not an appraiser so I can't be on their list anyways so because she told me something that wasn't quite truthful that she wanted to sell when she didn't I wasn't able to direct her to the right avenue mm-hmm. which would have been an appraisal in that case right so that would be a case where you don't want an opinion, you want an appraisal. Right, and that actually wasted her time yeah. and your time. Yep, and you know everyone else's time involved. Because then she's got to actually book an appraisal. It might take a week to get mm-hmm. that person in, and it could have delayed everything. Yeah, and yeah. it may have actually messed her up. I, I don't yeah. know the exact reason she mm-hmm. needed the loan, but that's why it just, you know, be truthful, tell, be tell open. Us tell truth. us the truth so we can direct you. Yes. You know, we want to help. Yeah, and That's if a letter here. of opinion will do it, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, you know, for instance, a uh, clergy, mm. if they're in a property that they've purchased, they're allowed a rental allowance mm-hmm. for tax purposes, but they need to know how much their house would rent for on the rental market. Mm-hmm. So we can do that where we put, we put the data into our system, we figure out the, the relative size, the relative location, Condition. Find some rentals that have sold or not rented. sold, but rented mm-hmm. 
in the past year mm -hmm. that are somewhat similar and in, in you know maybe number of bedrooms number of bathrooms and relative mm -hmm. size and then we can write a little letter that says if they were to rent that similar mm -hmm. property it would cost x and then they can use that for their income tax right so that's a great reason to use a letter of opinion yeah and sometimes the states they'll they'll use it depending on the lawyer so for an estate yeah yep. and um yeah, and then so the difference between a, an appraiser, letter of opinion, and then um, market evaluation. Market evaluation would be the market evaluation is really you're thinking of selling. Mm -hmm. So what's the valuation? You know, what can yep. I get for it? Or, or maybe I... you you're not even thinking of selling, but mm. you just go, I wonder what right. my house is worth. I've been here five years. I just wonder what it's worth. That's a great time to call. Well, just call us. Yeah, we'd love to do it. Because the reality is the more information you have as the seller or as the owner, um, you can make better decisions. Mm -hmm. So I had a couple the, I want to say a month or two ago now, they called and they said, hey, um, we'd like to know the value of our home. So I went out and gave them the value and they said, they were very upfront. They said, we're not thinking of selling right now, mm -hmm. but you know, we just want to know where we're at. Mm -hmm. And those kind of conversations are really great. So you know, at this yeah. current condition, this is where it's at. These but are the things you can do to improve mm -hmm. the value. Here's... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And especially when we are so much about helping people build wealth, mm. one of the ways you build wealth is you track your wealth. Right. And so knowing how much equity you have in a home so that you can kind of mm -hmm. have a general idea of where you're at yep. is very important. And if we know that's what it's for, then we may not spend quite as much time. We might ask right. all the questions, do the quick homework, and give you a pretty close evaluation. Whereas if, if you say to me, no, I need to sell it, mm -hmm. and we need an accurate evaluation, then I'm probably going to go out and see it. Mm -hmm. and if, I would still see it the other I way. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I can do it mm. on online, like from asking questions, mm -hmm. do all my research, and then when right. I go out to see them about putting it up for sale, then I'll do my walkthrough and do a little tweak in my head mm -hmm. of what I've come up with either plus or minus a bit based on condition and upgrades yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, and so the and when you say less accurate, it's not that it's not accurate. It's that it's going to change. As right. the market shifts, especially in this market, you know, prices are on an upward trend pretty quickly, the valuation now and then in two years from now is going to be very different. Okay. And so we're really trying to give you, uh, you know, a reasonable idea. It doesn't have to be exact because you're not doing anything mm -hmm. with it. Right. Yeah. So the bottom line <laughs> is if you want an evaluation of your property and you're not sure what you should get, give us a call at 613-860-4663 and we'd be delighted to help you. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.